What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Are listening to the Therapy Podcast with your host, Shloimi Balsam. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Therapy Podcast. We're picking up where we left off last time, discussing anger. Um, this episode is going to be a little more uh, self-help, um, although with that orientation, therapists can should help their clients help themselves Um, we're not looking to create a dependence on therapy ideally a therapist should be able to inculcate a sense of independence in their clients so that they won't need therapy anymore obviously there always is a bias of you know therapists who need clients they want to be able to hold on to them but the truth is, integrity will get you a lot further this way um, because people will know that you're a therapist who can't offer independence and you'll feel good about yourself. Uh, but yeah, but, but therapists have to keep an eye on that integrity, that bias, which is natural and normal and inevitable. We left off last time uh, Discussing what our goals should be with anger now, especially someone who tends to get angry at themselves and normally there is a Internal anger a self anger that's underpinning the the outer angers the ones that he finds That that the angry person will find a scapegoat for it's a lot easy easy to it's easier to blame someone else than to blame yourself so we can cover over our own insecurities by finding flaws in others. So we have to make sure that someone who is going to be angry at themselves, who might have that inner anger, doesn't fall short of their goals. So our goals cannot be impossible. They should be practical and achievable. This is in all circumstances so we could celebrate our successes. Success breeds success. So we start off with little successes. And those little successes are the building blocks, the foundation, the cornerstone of all the greatest successes to be built upon that. That being said, we're not looking for perfection. We don't expect anybody to overcome an ingrained personality trait overnight. So we are looking for improvements, marked improvements. And we could do this by actually scaling ourselves what are your anger levels now from zero to hundred zero to seven um zero to seven is a simpler scale zero to hundred is more complex and you get to think a little bigger uh use your judgment uh you know to decide based on the client or based on the 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 therapist themselves which one resonates more with you but in any event, if right now your th- your anger levels are reaching peak levels of seven, let, what would it take to get it down to a six? And if you come back next week and you charted your anger levels on a daily basis and you pull out an average that's lower than it was last week, that's a success. Now, the first step in dealing with anger is a little bit of reverse psychology. 
people who are angry don't want to be angry. And they can be angry at their anger. Get out of here. Get out of my life. You're destroying me. You're destroying my relationships. So the first thing to do is to reframe that relationship that they have with their anger. There's, there's a little bit of IFS in here of uh, understanding the part. But even from a CBT perspective, what are a few things that you love about your anger? What does your anger say about you that's positive? That shows what, what kind of a wonderful person you are. And uh, initially, this is not you know where your client will be thinking at all. There could be years and years of built-up hatred for this anger. And yet, it's not too hard to dig out at least a few really positive things that anger says about the person that it offers the person. Um, for example, you could phrase it like this. If you're having trouble thinking of what the anger actually offers you, start by saying, and you know, it's a simple question. What happens if you had no anger, right? You push a magic button and all your anger disappears. So if someone rear ends you on the highway and you express no anger at all, you're like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine, no problem. Is that a good thing? So what would you be missing if your anger wasn't present, wasn't a part of your, your, your psycho system? Your anger shows that you're passionate. There's a lot of really good that anger can be channeled towards. Now, people tend to stay calm by reframing, right? Think about, use this, this reframing um, to think about how, how do other people stay calm, right? There are calm people out there who in your life doesn't have anger issues, right? Who in your life has a calm persona and figure out what do you think they think that keeps them calm? How do they look at the things that anger you that makes them react differently. This offers your clients a, a new way of thinking. At least imagine what it's like to be calm. It's very important, and here we shift into the self-help arena, to have your client find someone who believes in you. It could be a friend, a mentor, a, a parent, a family member, somebody who believes in them, where they can get unbiased, unadulterated self-esteem. An outside perspective that's that's real and true and building, not condescending. You can run through with your client what a conversation ideally should look like while you are angry. What do you say when you're angry? What should you say while you're angry? What are some better versions of communication that will be less harmful and maybe even positive if you were to even express using a, a narrative therapy a technique that you're angry, actually say the words, I am angry. And then you can pull that a step further by saying, I notice that I'm angry. And even further than that, when you say, I notice that I'm feeling the emotion of anger, then you are no longer angry. Now you're dealing with this outside force called anger. And you could do this yourself, and you could even do this with the person that you're angry at. And together, you can extract the problem from the person. You're not dealing with people, now you're dealing with a problem. And two people can deal with a problem together, especially when they don't want it there, right? If two people are arguing, they want the argument to go away. They don't want the people to go away. And in fact, the best person who can help you with that issue is the person who's being affected by it. Ask questions like, did I get less angry this time? Very positive focused 
productive, proactive, improving perspectives. Anger is also something which boils. It bubbles. It simmers. Don't let it percolate. If there's something that's bothering you, as soon as possible, in a non-reactive way, so there's a, a few moments where you wait before that reactive response settles down, but it's fresh in your mind. Like, what just happened really, really angered me. That, it's incredibly frustrating. And you could ask the person who did, who did it, can you see how that would be incredibly frustrating? As opposed to letting it sit and boil and bubble and get worse and worse over time, then it explodes. And then you're not in control and the whole situation just took over you. The tone of your conversations are going to be vital. Very, very important here. If you can set yourself a decibel level, it's a little hard to notice and keep track of it and see where you cross the red line. Um, whispering is a very tangible volume level and uh, definitely sets the tone. But conversations in a whisper are somewhat impractical. If you could pull it off, then go with a whisper. The, th the goal here is as follows. If the tone of the conversation is calm, then it won't rise beyond the tone. Right? We say, we, we say that you can set the tone. The entire conversation is set by the tone. It's not an angry, angry conversation if you whispered it. No matter what the words are, they're not infused with anger. They could be angry words, granted. But it won't escalate from there when it's being contained by the tone. A, a good goal can be always be the, the calmer tone in the conversation. So no matter how high and intense the conversation gets, your fiery levels are to be the lower one. You are the calmer of the voices. There's ever a room of everyone screaming, and this happens often. It could be uh, not necessarily angry, but just busy at a board meeting, something like that. The quietest voice in a loud room stands out the most. Everyone's screaming. That's intriguing, and it pulls the entire aura of the conversation of the room it drops down to the calmest common denominator i pulled together a list of practical things that you or your client can do when experiencing anger in the moment and there are enough of them here that you can pick the ones that you find work you can go through them and see which ones worked a little bit worked a lot um, if it didn't work the first time don't give up on it but uh, move on and see which ones really do talk to you. And we're going to spend the last section of the, the podcast doing the practicalities. This isn't going to solve anger. This will solve anger moments. These are in-the-moment issues. Again, you, you want to be able to dig back into the thoughts, the roots of the anger, and um, using IFS or more psycho psychoanalytical approaches discussing the uh, childhood cores, the uh, origins of this anger. But in the moment, behaviorally, you can control, tame, be the owner of your anger. Now, I'm going to start off with a cliche. The cliche is to count to 10. When you feel yourself getting angry, count to 10. Um, although, if you're count to 10 getting uh, angry and angrier with every number, 
um, then you'll just explode after 10. So built into counting to 10, I'm going to suggest counting, but counting things that have pleasant associations to you, which could be family members, close friends, kittens, gummy beers, puppies, rays of sunshine, anything that is calming for you, anything that is pleasant for you, count 10 of those. And by pulling in 10 of something wonderful, it will at least combine all the anger with something more pleasant, giving you What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The chance to inject logic into your emotional reaction. Second, have a picture of yourself smiling. It could be the background in your phone, it could be in your wallet if you're from the olden days. A picture of yourself calm and look at yourself. Remember who you are. Remember what you are like calm. And that is a an effective way of pulling you back into the moment, pulling your, your mind back into yourself. In a similar vein, you can make yourself a recording, an audio of yourself talking about what it's like when you're angry and calming yourself down. Hearing someone else telling you to be calm is far less effective than you telling yourself. In a moment of clarity, when you know that you don't, don't want to be angry, it could be after a therapy session, it could be after a meditation, put a few choice words into our recording to tell your future anger self and play that back when you see the anger bubbling. If you are more of an imaginative person and a little more right-minded, you can create in your mind a bubble and can enter this bubble this gigantic human-sized bubble. And in there, there's absolute peace and tranquility. Picture it as vivid as possible, all the details, the color of the bubble, the, the silence of the bubble, the serenity inside. And that could be, you know, a, a happy place, an anti-anger place, an anger-free zone for you to go to when you see the anger coming on. Again, all of these are going to be more effective the earlier on in the anger you enact them, you engage with them. The further into the anger you go, the more consumed you will be by it, and it'll just be harder, not that you can't, but the earlier the better. Listen to music. Music has incredible emotional healing powers. There's an entire world of musical music therapy. Here is aggressive and angry music. Um, find that song that calms you down. For the imaginative out there, you can also picture a glowing light. The sun is soothing naturally, releases all these wonderful, calming, soothing uh, chemicals in your brain. Picture that in your mind. Picture a glowing light, soothing, calming light running through you, and slowly just notice your heartbeat go down this is a effective for those who can vividly imagine it. I would suggest picturing this before you're in the anger zone and then bringing it back up when you feel the anger. The next idea is to imagine yourself on candid camera. If this thing which is getting you angry is supposed to be getting you angry because people are watching to see you get angry, 
you will react totally differently. If you knew it was candid camera, we act differently. We remain in control. So imagine yourself being on candid camera. You're, this is just a hoax. Now let's see how you react. You can offer yourself a cash prize for remaining calm. So as that anger builds up, you could say, hold on. If I can contain this, I could add a dollar to the jar. Or if we, uh, another idea is in the same vein as the candid camera. If you knew you were offered $100,000 for remaining calm, how angry would you get? If there was a hundred grand on the line, it's not that you're not in control. You are simply being dragged around by your anger. You absolutely at any moment can take control. And the proof in the pudding is if there was an actual $100,000 waiting for you, a million, right? $1.2 million. If you were to remain calm, you would have no problem. You haven't lost yourself. So imagine it. Imagine the $100,000 waiting for you if you could just remain calm for the next two minutes. Another uh, more behavioral hands-on approach uh, to handling anger in the moment is to make silly, funny faces, whether it's in a mirror or even not. Just a feeling of making dumb, silly faces um, brings you into a totally different mindset and that's what we're looking for. We're looking to break out of the mindset of anger and just uh, distorting your face in those ways can actually make yourself calm. Um, next, we can have a mantra. A mantra is any one line that you repeat to yourself that is deeply ingrained in you. And in this case, it would be something to do with your anger and remaining calm. Um, find that one line that calms you down. You know, I'm better than this. I'm bigger than this. I'm a calm person. Not worth it. I have better things to do. Whatever the line is, um, find the one that resonates with you. The one that hits you, you know, deep down in your heart and repeat that again and again and again and again. And that will bring you back to the place where you discovered your mantra. On a very honest level, you can eliminate anger by focusing on your own flaws. We all have problems. And uh, yes, you might be angry about their problems or maybe, maybe you're angry at what someone or something or the universe did to you. In general, anger is born from a sense of haughtiness, of deserving, of, you know, I have it coming to me. When you realize that, you know, I'm not perfect and I'm not necessarily deserving, I don't deserve anything, then the thing which is angering you is far more easy to accept. It's like, no, I'm not perfect and I don't deserve perfection. And it's okay that you insult me because, you know, you're just pointing out one of my many flaws. Similar to the, uh, the bubble that we had before, you can find yourself a happy place in your mind where you can always go to. Uh, my, I've done this with a couple of my clients where you set up your feet as buttons. Um, you know, the left leg is some really negative thoughts and your right leg, you just tap your knee and you can pull up all your positive thoughts and just program into your left and right knee your uh, negative and positive thoughts. And know that on your right knee, you have a beautiful, beautiful thought that you could pull up at any time. Uh, you know, sitting in a hammock on a beach somewhere or uh, meeting that celebrity, that person that you always looked up to. Uh, that, that amazing moment when you got to the top of the mountain at the end of a hike. Um, whatever your beautiful memory uh, place, your place in your mind is, uh, lock that in and tap into it whenever 
whenever you want, particularly when you notice yourself going into a negative place. You always have that with you. Another fantastic suggestion, and I got this from uh, Rabbi Zelig Pliskin, along with most of this content, is um, imagine yourself standing in the middle of a stadium, and the stadium is packed. Tens of thousands of people all cheering your name. They are stoked. They are excited. They are all waiting here to see you overcome this challenge. You are now challenged with anger, and you are about to overcome it. You are about to become a greater, bigger, more empowered, free person. And there are thousands and thousands and thousands of voices all cheering your name. Hear it. Give yourself a second right now and just hear those voices chanting your name. Don't let them down. It's a, it's a very empowering thought. And the more you visualize it, the one, the just, it makes you feel wonderful. Before a, an angering moment occurs, if you can't predict it happening, if this is something that's happened before and you have found yourself getting angry, you can do the empty chair technique where you walk through a conversation with that person and you decide how you react, not in the moment. Um, you say what he would say to you to anger you and then you hop back into your chair and respond in a way that you really want to respond without all the uh, controlling anger present. Um, instead of responding uh, verbally, in the moment you can sit down and write all the thoughts, all the angry things that you want to say. And writing it is uh, it's a little slower, a little more controlled. And then you get to choose what to do with that letter afterwards. Um, you can send it after rereading it, or you can burn it or leave it in a drawer like Abraham Lincoln did. A quick fix in a moment of anger is to run to a mirror. People are brainless when they're angry, and it's a scary thing to see in yourself. Uh, run to a mirror and remember what you look like. This is similar to the picture in the, uh, on your phone. You could turn on your selfie camera and just look at yourself. Want to combine the two, you can turn on the selfie camera, see how you look, and then uh, go back to your wallpaper and see how you look when you're happy and content. And then, and then it's, you know, your brain's re-engaged and it's a matter of choice. It can be very useful to think of a role model when you start getting angry. Think of somebody who you respect. Think of someone who believes in you. Um, and you can imagine them there or just picture their face. This is a, a useful technique in many areas in life. Our role models aren't just someone that we once met. They are a part of us, and we should keep them in our consciousness as often as possible. They lift us up. They make us be better. They make us be the people that we want to be. At the end of the day, you can always get a coach, someone to walk you through it. In the moment, someone you can call to coach you through the anger. Um, somatically notice what your body does when you get angry. Again, this is a, a form of engaging your mind in an emotional state. See where your body tenses up. Notice your heart, your heart racing. Notice your fists clenching. See what it feels like. What does it feel like to have your fists that tight? And uh, give yourself, you know, ten seconds of actually experiencing the anger, of accepting it, and you know, noticing the discomfort of it. And finally, this is a wonderful technique. You can play therapist. Imagine you were sent into this situation as a therapist to deal with this person who is anger-inducing. How would you respond to this person if you were their therapist? If your job, if you were being paid just to take care of this person, to deal with his issues, 
Now, therapists in general don't get angry, not because we don't have anger issues, but because that's not what we're here for. We're here for you. If you can imagine yourself going into this conversation, going into this stressful interaction as a therapist, your emotions automatically stay in line, they stay in check, and it's a lot easier to contain and control and be aware of your anger as it rises. These are just a couple of ideas. Out of this massive list, I'm sure one or two of them will be effective in one way or another. Um, and yeah, you could do all of them and just, you know, hedge your bets. Anger is a hard thing to deal with. Um, it is overwhelming, it is powerful, it is dangerous, and it is destructive. And I hope that these episodes were helpful. And for you, uh, whether it's as a therapist or as a client or as a therapist helping a client or just in our own personal growth, being aware of all the options out there for the anger that we all have in one way or another. It's just a matter of, you know, what's going to take it off. And hopefully we'll be able to retain that sense of control and self and freedom. As always, you can send me an email at asknetherapy at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys and the feedback is amazing. That's what keeps me going. Have a wonderful day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.